Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 146. A little progress each day adds up to big results. But as we make progress, remember to put your wellness as a priority. Today on the show, I have my guest, Megan Swan, who is an integrated wellness plus business coach. She's the author of the 10-Day Detox and podcast host of Energetically You. We've come together to talk about unapologetically saying no to unalignment in life. She's here to share her story and wisdom with saying no. So if you are someone who feel out of alignment right now or have trouble saying no, stick around and enjoy. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you so much for having me, Lucy. Yeah, we're here today to talk about saying no. Was there a time in your own life where you felt called for an alignment to make a change and say no to something that's not working out for you in your life? Yes. Well, when I was in university, I really thought that I wanted to make my career in the non-for-profit industry. And I was kind of doing dabbling in things relevant to that in Toronto at the time that it's a long story, but the the shorter relevant version here is I just knew as I got working some of these jobs for big non-for-profits in alignment with what I thought I wanted to do, I just knew I didn't want to be working mostly sitting at a desk for the rest of my life. And I think also I knew that I didn't want to really be working for someone else in the traditional terms. So when I turned 30, I decided there was no better time to kind of sell everything uh, and go on my own. In my mind, I thought it was my version of eat, pray, love. However, 13, almost 13 years later, I'm still in my first stop here in Mexico. So I said no to, I guess, uh, a traditional, a more traditional way of life at the time. It was, it seemed like a crazy thing to do. And I'm really happy that I followed my intuition. And what's the most important thing you've learned in the past decade doing so? Mm. Well, I think that to to trust that that gut instinct, to trust that inner knowing, even if you maybe can't pinpoint exactly what is telling you to go on a new path or train in something new, start a new project, even if it doesn't make logical sense. Like to me, this is really more of the entrepreneurial mindset where you're willing to look a little silly, you know, fail potentially, and just put yourself out there before you are 100% feeling ready to do it. And in my experience, I've, you know, I I opened and closed yoga studios here in Mexico, I, I started a health and wellness magazine, I became a health coach, and then a wellness coach. And now I'm wellness combined with business coach. And Everything that's brought me to where I am today is really just a series of lessons, you know, like everything built on where I am today, including all of those times that I followed my intuition to either pivot or take a new path or or just to follow something that really interested me, even though it wasn't necessarily the thing that made the most sense. So what was your life like before you learned to unapologetically say no to what's not in alignment 
well, I think there's a couple pieces of that story for me. One is sobriety. So just last Friday, actually, I celebrated four years since I uh, broke up with alcohol, basically. And for me, that became much easier at that point to just have mental clarity, um, have like a much more deep self-love, self-confidence, radical self-acceptance. And that just makes it easier to sort of listen to this internal, this these instincts, this intuition, and believe in them. Before I kind of did it because I liked the idea, you know, of being a little bit of a rebel, if you will. But back to your question about saying no. So I think once you're really clear on who you are and what you want, it's not that difficult to set boundaries and be selective of where and with whom you spend your energy and your time, like really your most valuable resource. And I'm also a mother. And I think most parents can relate that, you know, that shift in your life really does reprioritize a lot of things. And I knew as a mother building a business, that I wanted to be very intentional with my time and energy and do it in a, a way that was in alignment with who I am, what I value, and also that gave me freedom and flexibility to geographically in terms of my schedule and so that I could still be a mom at least some of the time <laughs> and really take care of myself and maintain my own optimal wellness, which for me like allows me to do all the things that I, I want to do. Mm -hmm. Do you remember a time where you didn't say no and regretted it? I've learned in a couple situations where I didn't follow the, you know, like there's something was giving me a red flag and, you know, I kind of knew that I didn't want to go forward with the project or with the collaboration. And there just maybe were, was too much like forward momentum or I misjudged the relationship and ultimately said yes, because it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. And quickly in hindsight, it would turn out that it wasn't. So I think it's really important that, yeah, it's, it's like taking that moment to really tune into your body reaction to whatever you're being asked to do and, and just take that pause. And then also honor, you know, when you have an unexplicable physical reaction, that's really telling you like, mm, be careful here, or I feel like I don't want to do this, or, you know, this is a hard no, to just really unapologetically own that and feel also, um, I think it's more so in the case of women, but not always, you know, we just feel really, there's a lot of pressure socially sometimes, I think, to just say yes to everything. Or we have this FOMO, right? That you're going to somehow miss out on an opportunity if you don't say yes to everything. And I think it's sort of misguided because you're a lot more powerful if you're protecting your energy and setting these boundaries and being selective with what you say yes to. What were some of the best resources that have helped you along the way to make it easier to say no? Mm. Well, I think meditation is really a non-negotiable for me. I've been doing that daily for three plus years. Um, I think that grants you the ability to make that pause. It helps you also be more self-aware of your thought patterns, of your ability to essentially respond instead of react to things. And it also helps you tune into these body emotional reactions like feel in your body when it's a no. From there, really just the gradual process over the last five, six years of taking like way better care of myself, so many levels. So 
I think in terms of of helping me have more self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-confidence, I think journaling is a really powerful tool helping you to shift into gratitude. Maybe that doesn't seem so connected or logical, but the more that we can sit in a place of abundance, really appreciating what we already have, what we have already accomplished, and really like all the most important things for most humans are, you know, not you know, not commercial things, you know, it's, it's, so it's like sitting in, in a place of contentment as a default instead of lack. And ultimately that can quickly shift into fear. And when we're making decisions out of fear, it's usually misguided. Absolutely. And I think when we really mean no, there are also different kinds of no. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we're just not interested at all. And sometimes we are actually interested, but it's just not the right timing. So there are different ways to express ourselves, but we have to make a clear how we really feel. Yeah, well, I think some good tips in terms of of identifying like what level of no is this? You know, if it's if it's a hard no, just just own the hard no and really we shouldn't need to feel like we have to add a sorry but to any answer and only leave the door open for future communication if that's really what you want. Don't try and delay the no by saying check in with me next week when you already know it's a hard no. Just be honest and close that door and close that loop for both yourself and that other person. So many times we think, you know, we're doing someone a favor by not giving them a clear answer or not, you know, hurting their feelings that you're not interested when in fact, they're energetically waiting for something that's never going to happen. And I think if it's something that it's really like the answer is, this isn't just, this isn't a good time. Well, you know, say that and then maybe give them a specific timeline that you would be willing to be asked again, you know, like, is it in a week? Is it in a month? Is it next year? Depending on what the ask is. I think we get caught up in not wanting to hurt people's feelings or focusing too much on the fact that we were answering because we feel socially obligated or yeah, the the FOMO thing that somehow we're missing out on something to, to say no. And just being clear about setting boundaries in the sense of in, in the whole conversation. When are you going to get back to them if you have, you know, if you need some time to think about it, for example, and that really resonates and feels true to you? Well, then be, be very specific. Can they follow up with you in what t- time frame again? And, and don't be afraid. I say, you know, you don't need to add the apology, but there's also much lighter or kinder ways to tell somebody no, you know, you can just, you can definitely add, you know, that you're flattered to be invited and and I can't make it, but you know, you don't need to say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. You could just say that it's not in the cards and give them a time frame, or, you know, compliment them on what they're doing and the project and how amazing it is. And you're wishing them luck. And it's just not something that you have time for this year. I think there are lots of ways to, to say, No, and it's not rude. It's not mean. It's not confrontational. It's just reality, life. Yes, but you want to thank them for thinking of you. You're totally flattered to be invited or included, but then give your honest answer because we teach people how to treat us and it's a process. It's a process we give people permission to treat us certain ways and give us the honest answers. And then in return, we also give authentic, real answers from our side. And it's a 
learning process, right? Yes, exactly. It's, it's a really good measurement. You know, like how would you want to be, you know, how would you want to be answered? You'd want an honest answer. It doesn't need to be rude. It doesn't need to be um, harsh, but you also don't want the individual to feel bad for not being able to, or even just not being interested. That's okay too. <laughs> but I think most women struggle to say no because they feel obligated to do something. Yeah. And I mean, the obligation comes in different forms, right? Like it might be a social obligation, a very close friend or a family member. And there's just layers of obligation and socializing that goes on there. The people pleasing that pretty much all women um, are just drenched in growing up. And then there might be pressure at work. And, and then it's more of a decision of you not wanting it to affect your career or potential relationship with a client, or there's all sorts of reasons that play in. But at the end of the day, it is okay to say no. There are better ways of doing it. And the more you feel confident in the why you want to say no, and just delivering the truth and not feeling like you need to apologize for for how you feel or, or really like bringing feelings into it at all. It's just about setting energetic boundaries for your energy and your time. Absolutely. And I think that is a decision. It's a decision that I choose my overall wellness over my obligations and fears of what other people will think after I say no. Yes. And I think it's, you know, something that develops over time, that ability to make that decision. And I would also argue the more you start to take prioritize your own optimal wellness in terms of physical mental, emotional, and spiritual, even wellness, it makes it easier and easier, but it's a very gradual process. If your your current state is just being 100% people pleasing. And so it's important that you give yourself grace. If it seems really hard for you at this point to completely drop the sorry, but part, <laughs> you can focus first on really just tuning into your emotional and physical body response and and accept like what your true response you want it to be and then find a good way and practice you know that's like everything it gets easier the more that you answer honestly and set these boundaries and then little by little feel less and less obligated to tack on an apology yes and throughout your days Megan what is your favorite quote that you go by in life one of my favorite quotes is that character, like a photograph, develops in darkness. I really think some of the most, and that's Yusef Karsh, some of the most impactful insight that I've had in my life has been facing my own personal darkness, bringing it in closer, accepting it, and in fact, even expressing gratitude and, and loving the good, the bad and the ugly things that I've done or that have happened to me over the years, instead of trying to resist it, because we actually we spend and sometimes waste a lot of energy not addressing those things. And for me, it's been really empowering to bring those things in closer 
And, and ultimately, I, I tend to help people with those types of things because I'm an open book and, and people know what I have struggled with and are attracted to someone who is willing to face it with them and, and has the experience of using the darkness for good, if you will. Yes, I really resonate with that quote because life is like photography. It develops from the negatives, right? Mm, yeah, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So where can we connect with you at? I spend a lot of time on Instagram. My handle is at Megan Swan Wellness. That's also my website. And you can connect with me also in LinkedIn. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been an honor. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 